Hey, I'm Sylvester. And Angel. And we are Black, Black Geek, Geek Couple. Couple. A podcast about horror. Geek culture. And anything we want to talk about. So, enjoy the show. Hey everybody, this is Sylvester. And Angel. And we are Black Geek Couple. So we are here today on a special little road trip to talk about... Uh, the Scream movies. Yay! Yay. And this is Sylvester's favorite. It's my favorite series. Yeah. Scream is like my go-to comfort movie. Whenever I feel down, I'll watch Sidney Prescott beat the hell out of Ghostface. (laughs) And I absolutely love Scream since the beginning. We Um, are both big Wes Craven fans. Oh, yeah. (laughs) it's It's an amazing series. Like, I can't I have no problems with Scream. I love Scream. Yeah. So we uh, recently sat down. We decided we were going to watch one, two, three, and 4 Yep. in preparation for 5 that's coming out January of next year. Yeah, January. January of next year. So, yeah, we're just we're just getting ready. Got our ghost face mask going. <laughs> Got my black leather boots. Even, even though I don't understand, I'm sorry, but sometimes I just feel like stuff like Scream should come out in October, but that's just me. Yeah, I always I, get so upset, but that's just because also my birthday month. True. <laughs> I guess not like every horror movie could come no, out in October. No, I don't want every horror movie, but you know, one, it just seems like the majority of them always come out like January or in the summer. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I think the ones that are kind of closely based around October come out in October. Yeah. Like well, Halloween, Halloween comes, comes out. out. Yeah. Saw normally comes out in October. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I mean, I guess they could have. They I guess I'm win. just trying to be spoiled. Yeah. I want like a new horror movie every week coming out in the theaters. <laughs> or at home now. I was about to say we don't even go to the theaters. <laughs> <laughs> well, at home now. <laughs> All right. So, okay, let's start with Scream One. Ooh, which we've watched Scream 1 on HBO Max. Yeah. So, I I don't remember the Scream campaign. Um, like, I don't remember, like, the trailers or anything. I just remember watching Scream. Yeah. So, I would have loved to, like, have a memory of whether or not they pushed Drew Barrymore as, like, the main character and then killed her, like, right I- in the beginning. I feel like I kind of, sort of remember. It came out like 1996, so we were, I believe, 1996. But we were young, so I can't. But I kind of remember slightly. I may be wrong, but I feel like they pushed her as the main character. Yeah. And then when she died in the beginning, it was like, oh, yeah, they because, killed the main character. Yeah, that's the tone for the whole movie. Yeah. Like, once they killed off their major star, you're like, where is this thing going? Like, mm-hmm. what is going to happen next? And it's, it's just... Her, the whole opening scene. It's so good. Whole, yeah, her whole death scene definitely just sets the tone. For and me. I remember when I first saw it, I was shocked because I was like, yeah. "They killed Drew Barrymore!" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "So in my head, I was like, well, who's the main character yeah. of this series or well, this movie?" <laughs> like, yeah, it, it it made you wonder like who's the main character, but I mean, once you met Sydney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. But you still had it in the back of your mind, like they killed Drew Barrymore. So, 
is Sydney really gonna live? Yeah. Like, cause at once the first movie, you don't know mm-hmm. what kind of what kind of plan they have. Like, you don't know if they're gonna make a series. Oh no. You don't know if it's a one-off. So if it was like a one-off, yeah, Sydney could have died. Yeah. So, but yeah, but, um, Drew Barrymore's whole opening scene with the. Uh, it was just so crazy. Yeah. Like it brings up like this fear like you're a teenager you're home alone and now somebody's basically like stalking you do you think okay so spoiler alerts if you don't know uh we're gonna talk about who the killers are because my favorite thing is trying to figure out who did what killed oh yeah so do you think both billy and Stu were at at um drew barrymore's house or do you think it was just Stu? no i think it was both I, I always felt like it was both but I feel like who did the killing was Stu oh, yeah. who killed her was Stu but I feel like who was doing they were both there because that yeah. seemed more like a an act that had to have two killers like the, the tying of the boyfriend yeah tying of the boyfriend calling and just running around the house just seemed like it well, had to involve two Scream 3 Scream 3 oh yeah but, but, uh, but Scream 3 was like we'll get there oh, but yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so yeah, my favorite scene of that was when Drew Barrymore pulls off the mask, and we don't see who the killer is. No. Just just watching Drew Barrymore's, like, whole death scene, it felt like it was stupid, because it felt like, once you found out they dated, it was like, oh, the yeah. first stab was like a light stab, like, oh my god, I can't believe I did this. Yeah. And then when she pulled off the mask, and she's just staring at him, and it just rams it into her, mm-hmm. I'm just like, ooh. Yeah, you knew who it was. Yeah, some ID stuff, right? <laughs> well, I mean, once you figure out who the killer was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, the next scene when they're talking about the killings, they're, um, they mention how um, she broke up with him to date. Yeah. She broke up with Stu to date the boyfriend who was killed also. Yeah. So that just seemed more like a revenge killing. Yeah, that was a revenge killing. It's kind of like, I need a first kill. Well, technically, first kill. Mm-hmm. And this was, like, the perfect thing. You had the perfect person to fit it mm-hmm. and she was popular so everybody was going to talk about it true okay but then we move from the first killing her parents come home find her which woo yeah. like oh my Stringing, god stringing her up in that tree they definitely needed two people uh, yeah oh yeah they definitely needed two people and to do it so fast yeah, yeah well I don't know the time frame but I mean it was like they came home she was killed on the porch. They screamed for her. Then they turn around and she's like hanging from the trees. I know. I couldn't even imagine like coming home and seeing your daughter was killed. Like, woo. Where did they park their car? Like, I don't think they had it. Did they ride a bike there? Like, <laughs> I, I feel like they probably just walked. So it wasn't like. What? That place looked like it was in bumfuck nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they could have just walked and gone through the woods. <laughs> I guess. I feel like if you're trying to get away with it, you don't want to be caught like walking down the road. Like, that's oh, true. Hey, there's Billy with and the Sue. evidence in your <laughs> hand. Billy and Sue with black trench coats and stuff. But like at the that. same time, you're they're gonna be like a neighbor be like, I saw a car driving away. That's true. They probably <laughs> just made their way through the woods. Yeah, or like some neighbors, like we don't know. There could have been neighbors that were that's closer. True. It just looked like it was nowhere. <laughs> but both of them didn't have alibis. No. Because um, Billy snuck out of the house that night to see Cindy. Yeah. No, 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 it wasn't that night. Wait, it was that night. I thought it was that night. No, it was the next night. It was the next night? Yeah, because he was coming to protect her. Okay. 
No, I thought. Because I, they I knew about the killing. Because he said I saw the exorcist. He said I saw the exorcist. Oh yeah. And so it, it might have been that night. Yeah. So. Oh, I never yeah, thought about that. So Billy, Billy snuck out that night to see Sydney because mm -hmm. he was watching the exorcist and it reminded him of her, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> like if you line up everything Billy says throughout this movie and sit back, you're like. I don't know why I didn't think this movie was because <laughs> he is weird. Yeah. Uh, and Stu's alibi was that he was with his girlfriend all night. Which but he was with her until like nine or something. Yeah. No. They said all night, but then Randy was like, was that before you sliced and diced? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So basically, both of them really didn't have an alibi. But I guess nobody really suspected that it was them anyway. So they didn't need any Lockhart, like, alibi. Nobody was like, where were you at at this time? They got, and he was like, I was watching The Exorcist on TV. But how many times do you see The Exorcist come on, like, basic cable or, or like... But that was the 90s, so... He might have just been lying. <laughs> a TV guy would have put a hole in his whole alibi. <laughs> okay. okay, so... We get to school and everybody is like, oh my god, these two kids can't believe they did. This is crazy. My parents would not have me at school the next day. First of all, everybody's reaction was just not like not what I expected. No, it was like they were happy that yeah. there was a killing at the school. <laughs> People got murdered. People just like, oh my god, it's just crazy. I would have went home. Oh yeah. I'm telling you, my parents would not have me at school. They would have me locked up, not I'm roaming gone. around. I'm, I'm gone. I'm done. Yeah. Who was the next murder? Uh, surprisingly, I would say about this series, or well, about this movie, was it wasn't as many murders as I thought because I think the principal was the next murder. Was he? Yeah. Remember, there was only like. Oh, yeah, because all the murders don't really happen until like the, the end. Yeah. And even so, it was what? It was mostly them just kind of coming at Sydney. Yeah. Okay, so Sydney accuses her boyfriend, Billy, Billy Loomis, whose last name is like, you know, Dr. Loomis, like from. Uh, Oh yeah, you told Halloween. me that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So she. Which accused... I don't even know why I never picked that up since Halloween's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> so when Sydney gets called the next night. Okay, yeah. So it was okay. The next night, Sydney gets called because uh, Tatum, I think her name was Tatum. Oh, yeah. Oh, she was supposed to pick up some movies and like oh, yeah. watch Tom Cruise's penis and wrestling business or something. <laughs> so they were gonna pick those up and watch that. But then the killer calls Sydney tries to attack Sydney and then like she calls 911 with her computer and to this day I don't know how she did that <laughs> I remember that you used to could call 911 through the computer like that's why people cut like the internet you almost have some oh, well, fancy computers not y'all but you know like <laughs> robbers and stuff <laughs> who was you robbing? <laughs> not me I'm just saying like in general you have a whole nother life you want to talk about? <laughs> yeah like eight year old angels going around robbing people going <laughs> to the streets y'all <laughs> so okay so yeah she tries to call the police with the computer yeah but before Billy, before what? she was attacked though we had to bring in like Gail because Gail was basically harassing her oh yeah because her mother had died a year before we didn't even touch on that I know that's what <laughs> okay. I'm saying like, so, the whole <laughs> concept of Scream is it takes place one year after Sydney's mother was murdered in their house mm -hmm. by 
um, Cotton Weary. Well, supposedly. That's, supposedly, that's who um, Sydney said did it. Um, they found his jacket at the scene of the crime, and his semen was in her mother. <laughs> and so Cotton Weary, he's he's fitting to get the gas chamber. But Gail Weathers, she wrote a book that's kind of like OJ's "If I Did It," but it's like. Sydney lying. <laughs> she basically called Cindy a liar. It was like Cotton didn't do it. And then she goes on to explain why Cotton didn't do it, which I'm going to say that it has, makes a lot she of has sense. Points. Okay, she has some points. I ain't going to lie. But I'm like, but Cindy was like determined to keep with her story. She was like, no, I saw him kill my mom. No, she said, I saw him leave the house. And so she, she was basically like, was saying, I know he killed her. She was like, you saw someone leaving his leaving your house with his jacket yeah but they had been having an affair yeah so so yeah so i think she was more upset about the affair yeah and that and that's why she wanted to accuse him but yeah so gail was has been like basically all up in cindy's face because you know the murder wanted a quote about these murders yeah and da 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 so anyway after um, Sydney sees Gail at the school and then Sydney gets attacked. Billy climbs through the window, said he heard screaming, and uh, he came to save Sydney. Because, you know, that's just what Billy does. He's just like um, Clarissa explains it all, neighbor. He's just always climbing through your window. Don't know why. But, yeah, so this, this is when you know that the movie, I mean, the movie is dated (laughs) because she hugs billy and billy's cell phone drops out his pocket and that's when you're like this motherfucker did it (laughs) oh yeah because he had a cell phone (laughs) (laughs) but cindy was like she wasn't even gonna have it cindy was like you did it in the story going to jail (laughs) he has a cell phone everybody case closed he has a cell phone it's done but back then that was suspicious because yeah. everybody especially a teenager did not walk around having a cell phone yeah so he gets uh he gets arrested um the cops are you know giving him the right act he's doing his whole little I i'm a white teenager <laughs> i'm gonna get away with it like, <laughs> my daddy's rich blah 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 he's basically like prove it and yeah. then <laughs> so um cindy's like i don't have to prove it you Cindy, did it we're done <laughs> oh we forgot to tell you sydney's dad you know, picks the anniversary weekend of his wife's murder to go out on a business trip and leave his daughter alone in the house where the wife got murdered. But to be fair, he did find out this wife was cheating on him a lot. Um, What's that got to do with leaving your daughter there? (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, she had school, I guess. I mean, it took a week off. Cindy seemed like she was the, I'm not leaving home on the anniversary of my mother's death. Anyway. And her dad was like, YOLO. So her dad's <laughs> not there. So, you know, she got attacked. So they decide they're trying to get a hold of her dad, but they can't can't seem to locate him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hotel has no idea. Haven't seen him, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so she's going to go stay with Tatum and Tatum's brother, Deputy Dewey. Mm-hmm. Uh, before they leave, uh, she gets cornered by Gail Weathers in an alley. Because, you know, Gail's just the <laughs> bottom feeder. <laughs> And she's just like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, um, she's telling Gail that basically she's saying she don't appreciate the book, but she's doing it, you know, like that. She's like, oh, how's your book sales going? 
and then she was just like, oh, um, oh, it comes out next year or something like that, and then she was just like, I'll be sure to look for it, and then she's like, I'll send you a copy, and then Sydney just clocked her one. Oh yeah. Knocked her out. So. Cindy hated Gail. She did. Uh-huh. Because I mean, I guess if you look at it, Sydney's like, this man killed my mom. And, and Gail's like, you're a lying hoe. Once but again, Gail was right. So. I was gonna say once again, but she was lying. Like she, she was that ruining this. She was gonna put this man like death penalty for a lie. That is true. <laughs> All the way up to like, I would say she still kind of has some animosity in three. Yeah. So you was mad at her for being right. Like <laughs> it, it felt like it definitely in part two, it felt like Sid had this attitude like, man, if Cotton would have died, this shit would have been Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I think she still wanted him to die because he had an affair with her mom. I guess, but if that's the case, go kill Billy's daddy. Ooh, I didn't think about that. Oh. He's still alive. I know. Huh. huh. <laughs> Start about five. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. But back to the story. <laughs> yep. So, okay, so My- Sid's now with Deputy Dewey, and the killer calls Sid at Dewey's house. Mm-hmm. He called at the police officer's house, and this is important because it's um Billy's in prison right now. Yeah. So, so it's kind of like how is yeah. how could Billy be the yeah. killer? So yeah. it can't be Billy because he called. So yeah. yeah. So everybody's like, oh my goodness, we got it wrong. The killer's still out yeah. there. Yeah. So then they go back to school because I mean, <laughs> why <What>? not, right? <laughs> I, I always wonder in these stories, how do these kids even pay attention in class? Like, my mind wouldn't be there. My mind would be like, there's somebody trying to kill me. Oh, not yeah. trying to do, like, geometry in school. I'm uh, not going to school. I don't care. I'm not going to beauty pageant. But I bet the school was like, oh, this is not a good excuse to be missing. That I was school. almost murdered? Yeah, you were almost, but you weren't. <laughs> Y'all well, tripping. Two <laughs> other kids just got murdered? Y'all tripping. That would have been enough. Like, I didn't even have to be Cindy to be in the school. For me not to be there. Two kids were murdered, and kids are getting murdered. Well, one kid is getting stopped. So. <laughs> okay, so Sydney goes back to school. Kids are running around in the ghost face mask, and you know, the police officers—they're like, "We're gonna put everybody on a curfew and shut this down. All young people need to be at school. So school, um, no, need to be home. So school lets out early." And, you know, Stu's like, oh, my parents ain't here because they don't love me. So I'm going to (laughs) throw a rager party. Everybody come over. And, you know, like, because there's a massive curfew (laughs) and a manhunt for some murderers going around. But I guess every parent said, yeah, you could go. (laughs) That's why I was like, all these kids are at somebody's house where the parents aren't. Yep, underage drinking. Oh, (laughs) But yeah, let's all gather together so the killer know exactly where to find all of us. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so after the kids get let out from school, their principal, the Fonz, yeah. he, uh, <laughs> he gets murdered by the killer, which... That just should have told you that I was a teenager. Yeah, if you looked at the whole grand scheme of things, that was very unnecessary. Yeah. That was like... Just, 
I was tired of my principal, yeah. and this is like, I'm killing people already. Might Why not just, kill yeah. the principal? <laughs> oh, the funny thing about that, before he gets murked, he, um, he looks into the hall and apologizes to the janitor, whose name is Fred, and he's dressed like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Easter egg. Easter so, yeah, he gets killed, and everybody's at Stu's house getting drunk, watching horror movies. Oh, we forgot the, uh, the movie, the rental scene. Okay, uh, so in the movie rental scene, um, Stu is talking to Randy, mm-hmm. and uh, Randy thinks that Billy is a killer, and Stu's like, why? And then, like... He is just like, oh, maybe Sydney's not sleeping with him. And then he's like, oh, you think she's saving herself for you? And then you find out Randy's got this big crush on Sydney. Yeah. So anyway, Billy comes around, creepy as fuck, and he's like, what if you're the killer? What if your horror movie mind just... I don't... Which that was just a... These three have sat down and watched horror movies together. Yeah. I believe, like, if... If Scream ended with Randy being the other killer, I would have been like, that makes sense. <laughs> Which would have been really good. Give us three killers instead of two. Yeah, like, what if you would have found out in the second one that there's actually three killers, and then he was helping in you the did. second. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, like, three yeah. actual three killers. Actual yeah. Killers. Okay. So, yeah, so, um,. So, Stu and Billy just have this weird interaction with Randy where they're just kind of, like, bullying him. But I feel like their social status isn't high enough to be be bullies. (laughs) But, whatever. So, they're bullying him. And then it, it, uh... Sid just keeps seeing Ghostface everywhere she fucking goes. Yeah. But let's, let's go to the party. Because why not? Everybody wants to die. Let's all gather together. <laughs> Let's gather together. Then again, as a teenager, teenage mind, 16, I would have thought, oh, being with my friends, we're all together. We can, like, we could take on a killer. Or, well, at least one of us is going to make it out. Angel, yeah. <laughs> one of us is going to make it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Compared to being at home by your, well, not by yourself, but with your family. Yeah, with your family. Who might have got killed? Your parents who might have a gun. Dude, that's... Oh, yeah. The, the wherewithal to call 911 <laughs> and lock the doors. Okay. And get drunk in a big-ass house and... Buck you buck know you don't think when you're 16. <laughs> so, anyway... Um, in this scene, Randy is... Uh, he's showing off his horror movie knowledge. They're watching... Um, are they watching Terror Train or they're watching Halloween? Halloween. They're watching Halloween. Which Randy would, up to me, he would have been cool. And I'm like, oh, okay, he knows all this stuff. But sitting down watching a movie with him would have been annoying. <laughs> like him throwing out all that, all not all the facts. facts. Yeah. Like, and in horror movies, you can't do this and this and this. Like, yeah. I didn't ask for that. I just yeah, want to watch the he movie. He stood up and basically told us the rules of the horror movie. Yeah. So, he was ruining it, watching it for you, like, if it was your first time. Do you remember the rules? I do not. Um, I know you do. <laughs> no alcohol, no drugs. Oh yeah. Um, if you're, isn't it? If you're a vert, no. If you're no sex. sex. Yeah, no sex. Yeah. Never um, say. Um. Never say I'll be right back. Yeah. You won't be right, right back. back. <laughs> and oh, oh. 
they say you can't go out and investigate a scary noise. Yeah. Something like that. But, yeah. So, the party kind of dies down. But before then, um, Sid shows up. And her and Billy go to go have a conversation. Yeah. Um, but then, like, also, remember when Stu was, like, after he said the rules? Yeah. Randy and like, Stu will be, be I'll be right back. He's like, I'm going to go to the kitchen and get a beer. You want one? He's like, yeah, sure. He's like, I'll be right, right back. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, uh, Gail is, she's got this kind of, like, spy cam. Yeah, that she's just got a camcorder that she's got hooked up to her, her news van so she can watch what's going on in the house. She snuck it in with, uh, Dewey because her and Dewey, um, like each other. (laughs) They're they're starting to. (laughs) But let's get to the most iconic death. Tatum. Tatum. <laughs> the most. Uh, I can't even explain that. Cause it, I didn't, like, so, was, I'm guessing she was scared. <laughs> old girl goes to the garage to get the beers. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, we. that's where I'm putting all my beers. Well, they were in the extra refrigerator. I've seen people do that. Yeah, like, put it in the refrigerator outside. Put it in the refrigerator inside. Because, well, some people keep it from their kids, so the alcohol is, like, in no the garage. What? Oh, well, I don't know why. It might have been the parents' alcohol. they were having a party, so I figured they got their own alcohol. Well, they might have not had enough. Yeah, anyway. And need to cool it up and not enough. So she's out there, and then Ghostface sneaks up on her, and then she thinks it's Randy. First of all, everyone in this damn movie, when Ghostface calls or they see them, they think it's Randy. Mm -hmm. I don't know what Randy has done with his life up until this point <laughs> that people are just like yeah well I think people found him weird because he knew so much about horror movies yeah well if okay let's Sydney had a lot going on uh-huh. in her life uh-huh. but the pure fact that Billy knew so much about horror movies and Sid did not <laughs> acknowledge that makes me question if she was a good girlfriend <laughs> He probably always asked her, do you want to go watch a horror movie? She's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> or they were watching she together and she fell asleep. Said that. She oh, was like, yeah. I don't watch that shit. So or she just... fell asleep when they were watching it. Yeah, and horror movies seemed to be him and um, Billy's whole life. But it's... it seemed like they kept it in. It's like they looked at Randy and was like, nah. Yeah. People don't think we're weird. But that's what, because Billy was always making references, reference, sorry, to horror movies. But yeah. it was kind of like under the radar like people would be like oh okay yeah but while randy knew everything it was just out and opened about it yeah so okay so tatum goes and gets some beers and she sees ghost face and then she's just like she's like oh um uh are are you like what role playing or something oh yeah yeah, am i the helpless please mr ghost face don't kill me i want to be in the sequel and then he like cuts her arm and she's like oh shit this is real That would have been enough for me to knock him out. Like <laughs> she like throws some beers at him, and then she runs and tries to get through the doggy door of the, the garage. garage door. Yeah. So Which she, I've never seen a dog doggy door on a garage door. I've never but I met guess people who actually leave their front door open. But yeah, that's true. And they're out there. <laughs> um, so so she tries to get through the doggy door. This her whole body this doesn't make sense to me <laughs> because I feel like if she shifted her elbow, she could have easily crawled out. <laughs> but let's just say she was stuck. So she's stuck, mm-hmm. and Ghostface is like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna hit the garage door button, and it's gonna lift her body up 
I don't know how many garage doors y'all have come in contact with, but I feel like those things break so damn easily. Oh, <laughs> that but, weight would have kept shifting it down. But this one lifted up a whole 16-year-old teenage girl <laughs> and crushed her neck, broke her skull and everything. I know, I was like... Because, like, nah. Because sometimes with a garage door, isn't killed. there like a sensor? Well, a yeah, there's a sensor that keeps it. But let's say like in the it 90s came back. it wasn't a sensor. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, as sturdy as your body is, the motor in that garage door would have fried. Yeah. And you would have fell back down. I, I actually don't even think the garage door would have picked her up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But, like, wasn't her half of her body yeah. through the garage door? Half so, why did it get to the neck? Like, I always wonder, like, well, I guess yeah. when she was going up. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> It's, uh, I call it the most iconic kill because it's, it's just the weirdest kill. Because everyone's like, what are you, the whole, I know the whole movie theater have been like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it made no sense. I feel like there's a door to the garage. The, yeah, that looked like one of those houses that had a door to the garage. If you got a doggy door to your garage door, I feel like you have a, another a, door. An actual door. To just leave. Though. Yeah. So, and you were in the garage, you could have got a weapon, something. I don't know. You could but, have lifted the garage yourself. I mean, she did. <laughs> rest in peace, uh, Deputy Dewey's sister. Little sister. Yeah. Who, who he showed he no emotion towards. Like, like he cared more about Cindy, but not his sister. <laughs> there's four movies, and I don't think they ever mentioned this girl again. No. <laughs> oh no, they do in three. When the kid, when, well, no. Dewey doesn't mention this girl no. ever again. <laughs> Your little sister was killed, but it's like, oh yeah. well. So she's dead, and oh, while she's being murdered, <laughs> her BFF, Sydney, oh. is getting it on. <laughs> she oh. doesn't care where she is. <laughs> yeah, she's upstairs with Billy. So and Cindy was like, you aren't the killer. I'm going to lose my virginity to yeah, you now. I'm going to lose my virginity to you because now is the time. Yeah, when a killer's going to lose. Everything's going on. Now is the time. <laughs> um, they get a phone call. Who, who, who calls you and tells you this? I guess everybody knew people were at the party. So they're yeah. like, let me call Stu's house and be like, man, a principal was just murdered. And he's like <laughs> um, hung up at the... Um, with the football goal. Oh. So everybody's like, let's go see him before they cut him. <laughs> this whole fucking town is morbid. <laughs> this whole town is suspect. I feel like it was a small town that, well, no, I can't even say that nothing went on because Cindy's mom was murdered a year before. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently the kids were probably like, let's go to Cindy's house before oh, they wheel yeah. her body out, man. <laughs> like, wow. So yeah, so all the kids, they leave to go see the principal's body before they cut it down. <laughs> And that leaves Randy there watching movies. Um, Stu, somewhere in the house. Yeah. Um, Which, I always thought, like, it took Stu for, uh, technically, like, I would have been like, where is he? Since he was just literally walking to go to the next room. Like, what took him so long? Where was he? Well, Randy was drunk, so well, he probably yeah. wasn't noticing that. And he probably didn't care. Sydney and Billy are cleaning up. And Sid's like, who did you call? And then he's like, "What are you talking about?" And she's like, "You get one call when you're um when you're arrested. Who did you call? First of all, I don't know if you were arrested, Sydney, 
Brady just got that off a of TV. I'm but you get more than one TV. call. You can call more than one person. Because, like, if they don't answer, they're, they're not just going to be like, damn, you shit out of luck. No, they, they let you call somebody. Anyway, and she, he was like, I called my dad. And they're like, no, no, the sheriff called your dad. I saw him. And he's like, yeah, well, he, when I called, I didn't get an answer. Which makes so, sense. Yeah, so Sid's like, hmm. And he's like, what? And then she's like, I just thought it'd be clever if you use your one call to call me. Well, like, why? And and put on this demonic voice on my own <laughs> from the jail cell. Like, but also, on, why would I call you? 16-year-old. Well, yeah. That's what she said. Like, you call me to make me think that you're not the killer. Yeah, that's true. And then the killer busses in and stabs Billy. And Billy turns around. Stab wound in his chest, hands out, no. looking at Sydney and says, See <laughs> Billy's last dying breath, he was petty as fuck. <laughs> Billy was like, I told you so. It wasn't me. <laughs> oh, so excuse me. So, um what is it? What happens with okay. Um, Gail and and Deputy Dewey, they're walking around the you know the grounds because he's he's surveying the grounds making sure these kids are okay all the kids are fucking going down i know and they're drunk kids gone killer in the house in the world (laughs) anyway he finds um sydney's dad's car and he's like oh my god he was supposed to be away so at this point the police think the killer is sydney's dad and that he has gone ape shit because this is the one year anniversary of his wife being murdered and cheating on him. Which makes sense. I mean... Why would I murder all these teenagers? Well, yeah, why would I murder teenagers? But it makes sense to think that he I, could. He's, he's not answering his phone. They can't... He, he went to a hotel that they can't... Like, the hotel's like, he's not there. Yeah. Up until the knifing, Sydney thought that the killer was Billy. Mm-hmm. And... So, Sydney's running away from the killer. She sees Tatum's dead. Um, oh, she runs to the van. So, the dude's in the van, and he's watching the recording of the house. Yeah. So, it's like a live stream, except it's a 10-second delay. Yeah. So, when Sid sees him, they see Randy, and they see the killer behind Randy. And, <laughs> oh, Angel pointed out something funny, because Randy is watching Halloween. And, oh yeah and michael myers is behind jamie lee curtis so randy's like but he's behind she's you she's like jamie, jamie turn around jamie you. but the actor that plays randy is jamie kennedy jamie kennedy so, so it's it, like we were saying he's behind you jamie. yeah he's behind you. and so, the killer was behind him yeah. so i always thought that was cool so sid and the cameraman gail's cameraman are looking at this recording with the killer behind um randy and they're like, oh, he's behind you, kid. He's behind you. But when the cameraman opens up the door, he sees the front door is open. And he's like, shit, it's a 10-second delay. Yeah. And so then... what they're seeing was in the past. And then the killer pops up, slits this man's throat. That killer is fast. I know. Because he left the living room and made it to the van in less than 10 seconds. <laughs> Are you sure? It might not have been 10 seconds. It might have been a 30-second delay. Oh, maybe it was 30-second yeah. delay? Yeah. Yeah, it might have been a 30-second delay. Anyway, that's still fast to leave, miles. come out Take without anybody realizing. Georgia 142, so, Covington, Oxford. All this happens, and 
Gail's cameraman's dead. Um, I believe Sydney goes running back to the house. Because, you know, that's what you do. At one point, she gets they, in the car, and she's in the police car. Then they started, the then they think it was... The hatchback. I was like, what? Okay. Then they think it was Randy? Yeah. She goes into the house. This is what happens. She goes into the house, and Randy comes, and Stu comes. Stu mean as fuck because Randy's like hopping and Stu drags Randy <laughs> off the porch and like Sydney let me in <laughs> and Sid can't decide who to trust sure. so she says fuck both of y'all yeah. but we saw Sid saw Randy sitting on the couch drunk with the killer, the killer behind, behind him. him so if Randy was in on this or if Sid had the inkling to believe that there were two killers like why, why would Randy interact with the killer? Yeah. Why would, why the, would the killer be, be trying to kill? Yeah. yeah. Without so, him knowing. So, so she wasn't thinking in that moment. Sid let down Randy. <laughs> um. Then Billy comes. At this um, point, I feel like it's such a show. Yeah. Billy but. lets Randy inside. Then Billy shoots Randy. Mm-hmm. Um. Does a line from Psycho. Basically drops another Easter egg that Billy is a big horror nerd, and um, talks about the um, the fake blood they used. Yeah. Was it food coloring and corn syrup, just yeah. like they used in Carrie? Mm-hmm. So yeah. So at this point, you which know, I've done food coloring and corn syrup, and I mean, I guess it, it gives the same color as blood, but it's not. This, you know what? <laughs> I'm not even gonna go all into that. So now we know Angel has robbed people and she knows <laughs> the consistency of blood. I did the blood for you. you right, you're a you're zombie right. out there. So anyway, um, so at this point, we know that Billy is the killer. Mm-hmm. So Stu comes up and she's, Sydney's like, oh, Stu, save me. She, never, she was never like that with Randy. But anyway, <laughs> she's like, Stu, save me. And then Stu picks, picks up the voice recorder and he's like, hey, Sydney. Yeah. Um, so now we know Stu and Billy, and Billy. are our killers. Mm-hmm. So they've been murking people left and right. Well, not left and right. Literally, like one... I'm guessing Billy killed the principal. Yeah. Because so they Stu... had at this point they've had three killings, well four. Yeah. Because the boyfriend. So four killings. Stu did all the killings at that house. Mm-hmm. Because Billy was up getting back. Yeah, so, and so Stu had to kill. His Which girlfriend. Makes, yeah, makes me, like, why did Sue, like, I understand Billy's motive. Because we just fast forward, you find out that Stu and Billy also killed um, Sydney's mom. Mm-hmm. And they claimed that it was just fun. It was just, like, something they wanted to do. But then you find out Billy actually had a motive, which Stu didn't know at all. Mm-hmm. And that was because Sydney's mom wasn't only sleeping with Cotton Weary, but she was also sleeping with Mr. Loomis, which causes Mrs. <laughs> Loomis to leave Billy and abandon their family. Mm-hmm. And that's why Billy was like, oh, well, this hoe got to die. Yeah. <laughs> Blaming, but even though your mom left you. <laughs> I don't even know why she left. Like, I would have just went to divorce court. Like, I'm going to live in this house. You're going to pay me child support. <laughs> I done caught you. I think it was the trauma was too much for her that her husband was cheating. And so she had to leave her child too. True. Mm-hmm. I guess. Instead of blaming that his mom is, and his dad are selfish people. Oh yeah. Who only cared about themselves. Yeah, they are. But okay, so 
Okay, so yeah, we know all the alibis, so blah, blah, blah. Um, oh, they have Sydney's dad tied up in a closet. Mm-hmm. And basically, just like how they pinned it all on Cotton Weary, they're going to pin all these murders on Sydney's dad. They're telling Sydney all this because, you know, she's clearly a descendant of James Bond. And they, <laughs> they just have to spill their guts to her before everything goes down. I always, I'm always just like, why don't killers just kill them? Just kill yeah. them. Like, you killed everybody else in a split second. Now you sitting up here my, having an essay telling Cindy everything. My <laughs> biggest thing was like, all right, tell her everything. I don't care. But why are y'all stabbing each other before uh, you kill her? <laughs> like... They, they need to be survivors, so they need to have, like, some kind of wounds on them. So they're like, oh, they're, they just start stabbing each other. And I'm just like... Why don't you kill her Sydney and then stab you? is full-on, perfectly body-abled <laughs> to defend herself. Now you guys got, like, two or three knife wounds in you. <laughs> and Stu's sitting here dying. Like... Because yeah. <laughs> Billy went too deep on Stu. <laughs> because Billy's a psychopath. I'm pretty sure Billy did it on purpose. Billy is a psychopath. Yeah. Um. So, uh, let's see. Oh, Gail shows up with a gun, but, you know, she's a pacifist. She doesn't know that there's a safety. <laughs> she gets knocked out by Billy. Um, oh, <laughs> forgot about Dewey. Dewey got stabbed in the back off, off camera. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dewey so, wasn't the most help. Yeah. But now comes the best part of every screen movie when Sydney turns the tables on the killer and starts <laughs> to stalk them. So Sid has turned the table. She's got the voice recorder and every. Sydney or the becomes the killer. Morpher, yeah, when she becomes the killer, and then um, she's like, um, she she says, "Do you want to play a game or something?" And then she's like, "It's called." Guess who just called the fucking cops on your asses? (laughs) So she calls the cops, and Billy's like, oh, keep her on the phone, keep her talking, blah, blah, blah. And um, uh, Stu's like, did you really call the cops? And she's like, bet your ass I did. And he's like, my parents going to be so mad at me. (laughs) Not like homie. uh, I know you done killed like four other people, but okay. Your parents were going to be mad at you regardless. You're going to jail. Well, Jail. You, you're dying, but you would be going to jail. Okay, so uh, they find Sid in the closet. Well, he thinks she's in the closet because he hears hangers, but then he realizes the Halloween movie's still playing. So, final girl um, from Halloween saves Sydney's life. <laughs> Lori? Yeah, Lori. Oh. So... You don't remember Lori's name because Sydney is a true final queen, and so is Lori, the, yeah, the OG. Well, okay, first of all, Lori is don't know. Uh, we're not even gonna get into this. <laughs> she's, she's not on the level of Sydney Prescott. When you go up against Sydney Prescott, you end up in a body bag. <laughs> that is true. When you go but, up against Lori, you end up with like 15 sequels. <laughs> but Lori couldn't kill her person, Michael Myers. Because he wasn't a person. We don't know what oh, the hell yeah, he he's is. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry that... No, he's an escaped mental patient. Cindy's going up against humans while Lori's going up the supernatural. Michael Myers is human. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Michael Myers. You tell me if I cut off Michael Myers' head, he's just going to come back? He probably would. He probably would. Anyway. <laughs> so, she stabs Billy with an umbrella... 
She drops a TV on Stu's head. And... Basically, she going in there like, I'm that. Yeah. And anyway, yeah, they... That's pretty much the end of it. They yeah. kills Bill and... and um, Billy, Billy and, and Stu. Stu. And Sydney lives. Um, Gail. Dewey lives. Gail lives. Yeah. And, and Randy. Randy lives. Mm-hmm. That's a... Oh, that's a it's lot his of dad. It's his dad. That's a lot of people for the a movie, like for a horror movie. Sure, so yeah. Yeah, no, Normally like okay, the final, the girl, final girl. But there was like three other people to go on to the sequel. The thing about Scream is like the core three just always makes it. Yeah. Ain't you trying to give us a speeding ticket? No. Okay. <laughs> Georgia and they. Yeah. Like, <laughs> slow speed limits in these towns okay so there we go that was um screen one which i love i love screen one it's, yeah it's amazing there's just so many things that you pick up on in the series like the series basically has the same formats of kills uh-huh. it has the same kind of meta humor it'll play like the same background music every now and then yeah and it's and rewatching it, like even though I've seen it like a jillion times, but rewatching it again for the podcast, we there's just so many things that you pick up on. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you know who the killer is. Yeah. Like when you know who the killer is, you're just sitting there like, that's why didn't they notice that scene? <laughs> it does make their it, it, it makes a lot of their conversations a lot darker. Oh yeah. And then it's like. If you hated my mother so much, why are you trying to get in my pants so badly? I think it was kind of like a slap in the face, though, that, you know, I killed your mom, but also slept with you. Yeah. And it, it left her with pain. Yeah, Sid slept with a, a serial killer. She slept with her mom's killer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, screen two. Mm-hmm. We're at 45 minutes right now. Let's see. The maximum recording time for a segment is 60 minutes. Okay. Screen Uh, 2 will be in the next episode. What? This has just turned into a screen series. Yeah. So we're going to try and cut it down. We're going to try and fit two and three in one episode. And then we're going to try and... And four, four have to be his own F- yeah, episode. Four and our predictions for five in the next episode. But, you know, stay spooky, I guess. I know. The best holiday is coming up. Right now, we're doing the. Yeah. You can go to our Twitter at Black Geek Couple and see our. We're doing. Black Geek Couple. Yeah. And we're doing the 90. No, 100 horror horror movies in 92 days. days. So we're doing that challenge. Yeah, tonight's movie is going to be The Bay. Yep, also on HBO Max. (laughs) But you have to do horror movies you've never seen before. So we're trying to find 100 horror movies we've never seen before. It's kind of hard. It is. (laughs) But uh, thanks for staying with us and uh, have a great day. Thank you for listening to Black Geek Couple, and we hope you enjoy. Remember, you can find Black Geek Couple wherever you can listen to a podcast. Make sure that you like, share, and review. And make sure to join us every Thursday for a new episode. Now go enjoy your horror life.